Hi guys, we've stopped doing the intro. So, we're going to get straight into it. Um, so, one of the theories I've come across, Cam, is uh, Project Bluebeam. Nothing up. Now every time we start recording, we're going to be after to we've stopped the intro, so... Now you can just keep that, keep that inside and the regular viewers now. If we have any. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so the first theory I've come across. And I came across it probably around the time we did the episode with Bart. It's called Project Bluebeam. I was supposed to ask Bart about it, but we went on some long tangents about other things. Um, and it was about 1am in the morning, 1 obviously in the morning, 1am here, we finish up with him. Um, but apparently Project Bluebeam is, it's a conspiracy that the government will hoax an alien invasion. Right. And what got me researching the first time was, do you remember all those Chinese spy balloons and UFO stuff that was in the news? This is what got me, uh, so I was looking into that when I had a rabbit hole and came across this Project Bluebeam. And apparently they're going to use holograms in the sky. Oh, I've heard of this. To sort of hoax an alien craft. And then they're going to put on everyone's TVs like aliens are attacking different cities and sort of hoax a complete alien invasion. So this Project Bluebeam, this was... Um... From years ago, right? Hmm. It's been a theory for a while. Um, I'm not sure when the theory started. Just get you thinking because I feel like a lot of this uh, alien news that's come to light at the moment seems like a distraction from something. Yeah. So. I guess this is where my theories can come into it, but I'll go over them later. But you can either look at it as, because I know with conspiracy theories, you can either look at it as they're distracting us from something, or because it's been a conspiracy theory about UFOs and aliens for so long, is this the time it's coming out as truth? As truth that there are alien there's been alien contact with aliens yeah there's been aliens contact with aliens the, the the government the elites they're all aware of it they all know what's going on but now it's time to tell us why is it time it might be all part of the um the big plan do you know why we say 2025 seems to be the year that keeps cropping up with people that we talk to with research that we're having it's always 2025 no matter what it is, it, it's for some reason twenty the year twenty twenty five is involved with it, and we put it together that it's the they're all different spokes to the same wheel, and then the the wheels basically I don't know like Klaus Schwab and the New World Order. So we're just Project Bluebeam. People speculating that they're going to use this to unify the world which falls under the New World Order ideology of a specialised world. So, yeah, so it could be to say, right, they are here. 
whether they are or not, I guess it, I'm not going to say whether they are or not. It doesn't really matter, but it, it obviously fucking does matter if they are aliens here or not. Um, but if it if the hoax in it and it's blue bean, blue bean or blue beam, blue beam, because the beam in it, um, then well, it's going to be for the same purpose, right? Anyway, so. They could hoax it to unite everyone, so then there's one superpower that takes over the whole world and everyone lives happily happily ever ever after. Or it could be true. I guess at that point would we really need to unite because they've been in contact with them for so long. They must be part of the plan as well. I don't think we've ever on the podcast had a serious discussion about aliens. Personally, I don't think it's true. As much as I want it to be true, I don't think it is. Project Blue Beam. This guy, it says here that he did it in 1994, Serge Monast. He's a journalist from Quebec. What, is this his project or is this a government? Because if it's called project whatever, it's usually a government-led thing. I think it's a government-led thing. So why are the government releasing a project saying that they're going to hoax an invasion? No, I don't think they've officially released it, but it's... Oh, it's a, um, classified. Yeah, I believe so. Now it says here, NASA would implement Project Bluebeam, Monas believed, with a system of advanced mind controls, as well as top secret technology in order to trick everyone into believing... There's been a second coming of sorts. Second coming. Second coming. When Jesus. Jesus or us? <laughs> well, it depends. I think second coming means Jesus comes back, doesn't it? That's what the Bible says as well, doesn't it? Like Jesus will return. Oh, and they mean by the aliens that this is God? Because, I mean, what? Aliens could be from a different planet, a different solar system, or it could be a higher power from, I don't even know where that would come from. <laughs> it says here, Project Bluebeam would involve the manufacture of artificial created earthquakes in strategic locations around the world. These earthquakes would, according to conspiracies, unearth artifacts indicating that the religious doctrine doctrines of all nations have been misunderstood for centuries, discrediting all religions. So, I mean, it could be the second coming as in what you thought Jesus was, was actually wrong, and this is what the foundations of the world are built on. What do you mean? What does he mean? Read that paragraph again, sorry. Step one of Project Bluebeam would involve the manufacture of artificially created earthquakes in strategic locations around the world. These earthquakes would unearth artifacts indicating that the religious doctrines of all nations have been misunderstood for centuries, thus creating or well, discrediting all religions. So, well, I guess going off his. Uh, what he's saying about it being a new world order and what you said 
means everyone needs to come together and worship what we've just found because this is the answer. Yeah, they, to unify the world, they need to abolish all religions because that's a massive thing that splits the world up is people's religious beliefs. I've just had a brainwave. Do you think with Project Bluebeam, so they're strategically going to, they're basically going to strategically and tactically uh, release the information or discover whatever. It's all strategic and tactically done. They're going to discover or it's going to be released the information on the world, then creating complete like unif un a complete unified world, I guess, under one main power or whatever. But do you think this is why people like Graham Hancock are being seriously put under? Because he's trying to do something similar, it sounds like, but it's not aligning with the way they want to do it. Yeah, maybe they have a plan to rewrite history themselves. And what Graham Hancock's saying isn't, doesn't fall in line with what their agenda is. Or, for Lee Chessett, are they discrediting Graham Hancock now, but still giving him a voice to get people like us agreeing with or looking into what Graham Hancock's saying, finding out more details about ancient civilizations to then, re then to release that, for example, we are descendants of aliens or... Mm -hmm. Then they've won us over, and then the people who follow the mainstream, they've won over because the establishment said, said it outright. Yeah, so then everyone's happy. Everyone can believe that together. It's like the ultimate, right? Because... Except for the religions, I don't know how. They think differently. Well, do the religions not go down? I guess they think differently in a sense, but they still kind of go down Graham Hancock's route as opposed to mainstream media or the establishments because the establishments are flat out saying it's like completely obvious that they're saying discredit all religion that's why all of this lgbtq movements i think because it's discrediting all of that narrative whereas graham hancock's side is more well this is actually how religions have started yeah looks back at the myths of religion and finds truth in the story yeah so i mean it kind of connects so i'm just going to bring up my one of my theories which was but it, it started off i was just going to bring something about atlantis in and then i started go down going down a bit of a rabbit hole and then i just thought let me just summarize it into ancient technology i don't even know if i can categorize it as that because it's goes down many many different tangents but what 
apparently that a story of Atlantis that Graham Hancock and quite a few other people believe is that Atlantis was located in Antarctica, so that's the South Pole. And Atlantis, there was a ca 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 catastrophic event, which meant... What did he call it? Catalysm or something? Catalysm, yeah, I think that's what they call it. Which resulted anyway in Atlantis sinking, moving, you know, with the way the tectonic plates, I don't know if that's a scientific word, but the way things move, it, it moved Atlantis to wherever they say it's at now, but it was at, at, in Antarctica. Well, they don't know where it is. Yeah, so, well, d different theorists have different ideas on where it is now. Um, but it started in Antarctica and it sank, but the, the people that survived it were dispersed around the earth in different places. That's why you see ancient tech, well, ancient artifacts, like all the stuff that Graham Hancock's sort of traveled around the world to sort of dissect through, um, what's it called? Ancient apocalypse. And their their knowledge got spread around, and then I think the certain ones like the one in Turkey where he feels like someone here had the knowledge, the ancient knowledge that which is like pinnacle knowledge, by the way, which is knowledge that we can't even comprehend, even at the smallest degree, is what the knowledge of the people of Atlantis had. But they dispersed anyway, and then they used to share swap their knowledge um with different civilizations so in return because this advanced civilization they couldn't do stuff themselves like grow vegetables or whatever for example so they would speak to these other civilizations and say you teach me how to farm on this land that you have and i'll teach you our ways of building crazy things i guess or the well, i mean the other side of it is these ancients um creations, I don't know what we're going to call them, artifacts, creations, whatever, they were created to for much bigger purpose than just for somewhere to live. The pyramids, for example, could be seen as being linked up to certain stars as more of a communication device to speak yeah. to a higher power. Well, going back to Antarctica, it's quite interesting because um, people go there now for tourism, but it's fuck all there. Well, I well, I've in some of my research, I heard that you can't go to Antarctica. All the governments have agreed. Yeah, but I think it's only for like high elites. Um, someone was on Rogan. I can't remember who it was, and he said he went to Antarctica. He said he went to the camp. And he goes like Will Smith and people like that. With Holy shit! So they got me thinking like, what the fuck it? Why the fuck is Will Smith going to Antarctica? <laughs> Shit, I'm going to blow both of my theories straight away, but I'm just going to so I'll just take you to my next theory. Yeah, well, I wanted to touch on this theory that you've got still, because it links in with one of mine, um, Mount Kailash. They say that's a mountain, mountain in Tibet. I think you might have heard of it before. Um, apparently, the Hindus believe Lord Shiva uh, resides there. Okay. Um, and it's supposed to be like a really 
spiritual place for Buddhists and Hindus. It's in Tibet, which means it's in China. Um, and there's a lot of secrets there that people don't know. Yeah. Um, Nazi Germany has an obsession about this mountain. Do you know we spoke about Nazis and Hinduism before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently they went to the mountain and unveiled like these secret, secret mantras that are kept on like tablets and stuff there. Um, but now no one can explore the mountain because the Chinese government have said they want to project, protect the religious like meaning of the mountain and they don't want anyone to climb it or explore it. Well, that goes against what the CCP believe because CCP don't believe in religion. They, they're atheist. They don't want religion in China. So why would they protect the religious? Yeah, that's just a, um, a cover-up, right? Yeah. So it just gets you thinking there must be something else there. Um, if you look at it as well, type it in Mount Kailash. Kailash spelled K-A-I-L-A-S-H. There's speculation that it's not a mountain at all and it's a, a man-made structure. Oh, yeah. Let me share this. Because it's, it's not very straight and just comes out of the ground, doesn't it? Yeah, it gives the impression like of a... People say it's the first pyramid. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it does look man-made, doesn't it? Uh, apparently there were cities and they're now underground um, below this structure. Yeah, some people are speculating that it's got a hollow centre. Oh, there's things inside it? Yeah. For example, Lord Jiva. Yeah, maybe. All right. So apparently nobody's ever climbed it. Nobody's ever climbed it. Everyone who's tried to climb it has failed. Oh, they're unable to get up here? Yeah. I think this might be the same mountain that I've heard of. They're where... saying that there's a magnetic forces around the mountain that prevent people from... Yeah, like energy. Yeah. energy. If you take a compass close to the mountain, it makes the compass flutter. Yeah, it's funny that the um, Nazis are involved with this because... Well, the Nazis believed that... So a lot of, I think, Hinduism believe that the human race started at that mountain. And that's what the Nazis believe also. And the Nazis trace, try to trace back the Aryan race and trace it all the way back to that mountain. I believe that the Nazi party were direct descendants of this race. Oh. Right. So... With the Nazis and white supremacy today, it's all about Aryan, which is fair-skinned people, blue eyes. Mm. That's the natural Aryan race, but I 
I don't understand the people around this area aren't that. Yeah, that's why I don't fully understand something I might need to look into. Google, what is Aryan race? Zam's got enough blonde hair, blue eyes. That's been what you've been taught at school. But there might be more to actual Aryan race. Yeah, it's a historical race concept from the that emerged in the late 19th century. Uh, Indo-European heritage. Indo-European, so that's... Well, when I... Uh... Google image what is the Aryan race it's coming up with obviously you get the Aryan Brotherhood the Indo-Aryan races yeah so it's, a, it's not just white blonde hair blue eyes this is like it's got all sorts of different you got yellow brown green pink green yeah, I always thought it was just like this, is what they yeah, thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. Was. But that's what they do believe now, so there must be something that's changed or... Do you know what I mean? Something must have... Uh... German blood to become tainted. Oh yeah, so it's Ger that, that, that's where it comes from, where they think it's German. The Aryan race is German. Yeah, but I don't understand what that's got to do with... Um... Indo-European languages. It's also been used to describe people of Iranian and Indian descent, but there was no record of Iranians in European history. Later it was used for Jewish people because of the new ideas of Aryans. All ah, right. So I think it's taken a... They stole the... the race. Yeah, basically it got. Oh, I'll just stop sharing now. I think it just got taken out of context. Or there must be more to what the Nazis and Hitler were thinking, because if they took the Aryan race, why did they take it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the reason why. And then, and that's you need to look past the thought of well, they just wanted power. They wanted to use it to gain power. There's a whole different like narrative at play here that we yeah there's something with their with their obsession with hindu occultism with this mountain what what have they stumbled across that made them think that they were aryan race or they were the master race because that's essentially what led to the problems or was it just hitler being deluded yeah, did it just, did this information just fall into the wrong hands? But then where did that delusion come from? The delusion has to stem from somewhere. Like, you can be deluded, but then you have to come across something to make you think a certain way. What did he come across to make him think the way he did? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it says here, the ideology of Naz Nazism was based upon the idea of Aryan race or Germ Germanic peoples uh, being a master race. The Nazi view of Aryan race came from earlier racial theorists, such as Arthur D. I'm going to butcher his name, D. Gobineau. As the leader of Nazi Germany, Adolf Hitler became set in his ways. So as he became set in his ways, he decided with proclama proclamations that, other, that some other groups of people were also Aryans, along with the 
Germanic people. He declared Hungarians, Hungarians, I don't know, Hungarians, Hungarians, to be Aryan in 1934. The Japanese were made officially Aryans in 1936, and the Finns were officially added as Aryans by his proclamation in 1942. However, Nazi Germany did not regard slaves as Aryans, but as inferiors and non-Aryan. They were usually vague to whether Italians were Aryan, although Italy under Mussolini had a manifesto of race in 1938. I said they were. So it sounds like Hitler was just picking and choosing who he thought was Aryan and who he's not. Yeah, so whoever he thought the master race was. And... Well, I've been reading that Third Reich book, and I mean, I can't, you, at this moment in time, you don't know what to even take as gospel, definitely with books, but he just had a deep hatred for um, Jewish people. Where did that stem from, though? Does it say in the book? It doesn't properly, or I've not got to that yet, because it's like, I don't know if it's going to flick back, because well, we've sort of progressed on from his childhood, but it says like in Mein Kampf, like when he was younger, he didn't have this obsession with Jewish people, but there's other documents out there to prove that he he didn't like him and he did have um, anti what's it anti-Semitic yeah uh, way of thinking ever since because I think he only had one friend growing up and that guy said he did have anti-Semitism or whatever it was when he was younger he definitely picked up on. But it says here, like a, a mystical occult society founded in 1875, believes that Arabian and the Jews are part of the Aryan race. This is 1875, so this is. When was Hitler born? In that 1889. So that seems like that, that occult side of it seems to have put forward that the Jewish or the Aryan race first going off the history i've got here which i can't like vouch for but um these people had moved to the areas from different areas from atlantis so this is an occult belief that these people moved out from atlantis whenever that sort of sank or whatnot and then um they claim that jewish people began as part of a arabian sub race uh, in what is now known as Yemen. Well, I think with Judaism, they teach that Jews are the ones who will guide the world's population, which falls in line with what Graham Hancock says about ancient civilizations, about the ones that survived, guided the rest of humanity to develop them, develop their like civilizations back up to what they used to be by teaching them farming and different bits of technology. So from what, based on the theories and based on what our article says, maybe Jewish people did stem from Atlantis. Hmm. I don't know much about the Jewish religion's history, but I know it's got a lot of history. Um, 
we've got to look at like how it connects to so because we know like judaism no we know hinduism sorry has connections to all the occult beliefs system that we know about today and we know they have connections to nazi germany deep-rooted connections with Nazi Germany so it's what what did what did the Jewish people teach did the Jewish people teach the Hindus or well that, that that's like a missing connection there right on if they came from Atlantis where did Hinduism actually start so If there was a population in Atlantis when this cataclysm happened, cataclysm happened, um, I'm sure Atlantis wasn't the only place that was populated with humans. Yeah. So perhaps Hinduism started, stayed in India and started that whilst they survived, whilst people survived and spread the teachings of Hinduism around India. Oh, so the Hinduism was there as a land? A land. Yeah, because Hinduism is older than Judaism. Yeah, but was what we know as Judaism today. Well, we don't, like, that's what, with this, the article that I was reading through then, we don't know what connections, like what Judaism was before what we know it yeah, as. Yeah, so they might have been a different civilization spread their teachings whereas the hindu civilization that stayed they spread their teachings but then it's all been lost in translation or they've had different ideologies nazis were not only obsessed with the mystical and the undiscovered they staked a large part of their strategy into winning world war ii on it and that might be ultimately why they lost i don't know i think it's quite deep onto why these things connect but when I was like looking into some of these theories and Atlantis kept popping up in these other theories that I was looking at. So it's like popped up more than I've ever even noticed. It makes you think like we I feel like we know fuck off. Yeah. Cause it gets deep, but the, the all the information's like well hidden. Yeah. And then not only hidden, but even within the mess it's hidden in, there's so much shit that people, other people's theories have got involved with. Is that when we did the podcast with Mark and he was talking about when the US and Britain invaded Iraq and they went to that museum? It's just like, it makes you think what do the governments know what what do these elites actually know what's out there because you're saying that will smith i consider him part of this crazy circle of uh weirdos that know some shit um because they uh, another so a bit of a side note but they, they in this like crazy like Hollywood scheme of uh, 
satan satanic satan worshippers they've got to do like certain things to progress to the next level and i think him slapping chris rock that day had something to do with it yeah there's a thing i think in satanic belief about public embarrassment yeah 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 and you have to embarrass yourself in public and that's why a lot of the things you do that you see celebrities do you think like why the, why the hell would they do that it's weird right i'm gonna go over it, this is all links like i thought we were going to come with some fresh like completely separate uh theories but now <laughs> we've found yeah something. they always just link together there's like one big theory about ancient civilizations <laughs> everything else links in those the tangent ones so the other one i brought was called operation high jump which was a operation from 1946 i feel like with some of these things like the dates i found them important because of what we know about nazi germany what we know about world war ii and it helps us like paint a bit of a picture in our mind of what was going on back then to make things like this happen um so there was a guy called i just wrote some notes on it the guy called admiral bird that took um well i think he just like heard some information about there being a nazi base in antarctica so he heard some information about a nazi base in antarctica so then he took a fleet of like ships aircraft carriers submarines to Antarctica to go and scope out this base. But what the guy who I was listening to talk about the theory was saying is, why would you, he's not going there just to um, research. He's going there to expect that battle if he's going with that much crazy, crazy shit. Um, but the base is called, the base was called base 211. Um, he was meant to be there for eight months I don't know if he was there to destroy it or whatnot, but he was meant to be there for eight months. But he returned back in 40 days. The US government picked him up and everyone and said, no one can mention anything about what you've seen over there. Take everything off him. And anyone that did mention anything got killed, basically. So probably by the US government. Um, just like a little side note, which I thought was interesting in this research, is a, one of the boats that went up there to first create this Nazi base camp that they've got was called uh, Schwabenland and it, I think it was the father or the yeah it must have been the father of <laughs> Klaus Schwab all right yeah because Klaus Schwab's father was a Nazi innit? yeah and he created this place and so this is another way how it links to whatever we talk about on the channel but um so his father had a boat called Schwabenland, which went up there to set up the base 212, apparently. Um, allegedly. <laughs> you said that Russell Brand when he has to keep saying words. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when this guy went to go and check it out, uh, every so often they'll stop and then fly some planes to go and scope out the area before they moved. And he said in the Antarctica, there was a, this was in his journal that his son had or something, that his son found when he died or he gave to his son before he died. And when he flew his plane over the Antarctica to look for this base, 
it, all of his shit started scrambling and he couldn't use anything whilst he was looking for this base. Um, but then he found like this this area of greenery um, out there in the Antarctic, and it was started warming up. When at first he thought it was the ice that was causing all of these problems to malfunction because it's getting deeper and deeper into Antarctica, but it was actually getting warmer and there was more greenery coming out and there was forestry um, and he saw a city which he thought was the base of Antarctica and um, the base of the Nazis sorry in, Ant in Antarctica and what he was saying happened was like, the plane landed got taken over by a different sort of energy because he couldn't control the plane at a certain point well, as he come towards the city and the plane landed itself and well, he was just he was taken by normal people, Aryan people, and they. This is why it all fucking links in a weird way, and we don't know. They don't. He he didn't. I don't think he specified if it was the base or not, or if he just found this city in Antarctica where they kept him there. I don't know. It doesn't say what they did with him, but they returned. He returned back early didn't destroy anything. People died on the uh, trip, apparently, so he came back with less people. Didn't bring any bodies back with him, so they don't know where the bodies are. And Well, he flew back. He flew back with a certain amount of people, and then but he flew back after 40 days, so he flew back earlier. He was meant to be there for eight months. What was his message? Nothing. He got taken in by the US government when he came back early and said he can't release anything. All right. No one knows what the information was. All we know what was in the journal. And in the journal, he was saying things like time's missing from his journey because things were happening where time was passing, but it didn't feel like I, I couldn't feel any time passing. Hmm. What's this guy called? Admiral Bird, B-Y-R-D. So that links to what I was saying uh, earlier about... Um, Atlantis. Atlantis being um, a location that was in the um, what's it called? Antarctica. Antarctica. But this is even fucking crazier. So I'm not saying that this, but it came into like flat Earth theory came into it, right? That if the world is surrounded by ice and that's Antarctica is the ice wall then passing that you're only going to get to elite people that know that are not like us in the dome that we're in like a different dimension yeah well the people outside like playing us as a game sort of thing or we're in someone's fucking like without their fucking fish tank in someone's house yeah he crossed the barrier yeah that's that's a, like a that's like a theory within a theory though it could be yeah. a possibility antarctica is weird there seems to be some kind of obsession with it yeah but then in the research i found like there's one thing that's um all the governments agree on is we can't um explore people can't just go and explore antarctica on their own devices or whatever and when you're saying there's elite people that can go to these camps in Antarctica. Like, they're not going, like, let's be honest, right? Let's say, I don't know, 
Klaus Schwab, even the fucking Nazi base. Like, why is there a base in Antarctica? Why is Will Smith going to Yeah, Antarctica? why is Will Smith going to Antarctica? This is what I was thinking. I don't understand because I think this guy was going to do research there. I understand that. But why is Will Smith there? The he was going to do research. The guy on Rogan's podcast. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why the fuck's Will Smith going to Antarctica? I don't get what he's doing there. Like, what is uh, Antarctica? It's just meant to be ice. Ice. You go Antarctica tourism. I typed in Antarctica, Atlantis, and let's have a look what we've got. Yeah, so you can go on a trip to Antarctica. You can go on a cruise, but that's not going to take you. No, not onto the actual, you won't go on the actual thing. Atlantis was a mid-Atlantic continent that suddenly sank into the ocean. This is. Because it was Plato, Plato? was the one that talked about Atlantis, right? Atlantis was the Antarctica. Because that's another theory, right? That Antarctica is still Atlantis today. But they've just... Um, what's it called? They've got like the protection. They've, def- they've got the def- uh, defence on it, which is the ice. Or, oh, without being... Going too wacky with the theory. Atlantis might have been on Antarctica and the climate changed. So it's all frozen over. So it's still there now, but just been frozen over. Still there now under the, under the ice. That's right at the south of the Earth. So then, I mean, it links into the Hollow Earth theory that that could be an entry point into the Hollow Earth. A lot of the um, UFO sightings that we hear about is like over um, oceans, right? The, I think the new ones know where they see them when they're in the um, aircrafts. Yeah. You know, over oceans. So are they going into the water to... Um... Entry point into the water. Because there's one where they said they took a... The aircraft was up and then shot down. Yeah. And disappeared. That was that Tic Tac thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is what my mate was telling me about. I've not really researched it properly, but he's talking about the Tartarian race or the Tartarian Empire. And he was saying that his um, wife's granddad had some. So he, he found out about this empire and he said his wife's granddad had some old maps that uh, she wanted. So they got these old maps and then it says Tartarian Empire all across. Um, Asia and Russia. All right. So what was the Tartarian Empire? Supposed to be some ancient civilization. Graham Hancock's onto something. This is what gets me with what you've said as well, though, is Graham Hancock's onto something that obviously a lot of people are researching into because you can tell by the amount of fucking information that's out there. But why would he be shut down the way he is? But then you got to look at it like, why would Netflix allow that to come on if? Yeah, that's what I was saying, like, with 4D chess. Like, they'll discredit him in the mainstream, but then these mainstream publications are still publish- publishing his stuff. It's not like you're having to go through some obscure website to find his documentaries. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Go straight on Netflix and it's there. You go on Amazon, you can buy all these books. Yeah, exactly. So it's not shut down the way everyone had it, but then it's like people like Karl Schwab are involved in this. Hitler was involved in it. The Nazis were involved in it. What? Is that, let's say the advanced civilization still there? What? I don't understand what they're doing. <laughs> Well, they must be giving the information to Klaus Schwab to do this World Economic Forum. But it can't. It can't be a positive thing that the advanced civilizations are, and it, it can't be. Um, they surely they can't be the good guys. The advanced civilization, which leads you to believe that it's evil over there. And then, if you want to relate it to religion and. Put a scientific spin on religion. Say that's hell when it's advanced civilization or in Antarctica. And the leader of that is Lucifer. And the gods, or the god, is an alien. From outer space. Like, From outer space. Above. That's what they've always told us when I was a kid, like. Hell is below you and heaven is above you. Yeah. I mean, I think is Satan's goal to make Earth into hell, hell on Earth? I think so. Maybe he's warming up the climate <laughs> to melt the ice cap, to melt the ice around where hell is, to then unleash hell on Earth. And that's why Klaus Schwab and the elites are so obsessed with climate. They're obsessed with stop it slowing climate down. Yeah, but deceive. Deception. Evil is deceiving, isn't it? The devil is deception. Then these alien crafts that we're seeing might be gods sending other beings down to keep an eye on us and make sure shit's going properly. Running right. I'm seeing more of them because shit is not running right. It sounds like they're landing in the wrong place. Maybe <laughs> need to land outside my house. So is this what they I've not really looked into it, but is this what the hollow know. This is like some wild wild theories. The hollow earth, I don't know what that is, I never really looked into it, but it sounds when you think about it from what the Bible has written. And then you put this scientific theory spin on it. It gets connecting the dots. Very loosely, but... Yeah, we're not scientists. A little bit of funny. Allegedly. <laughs> What's it called, this? Pseudoscience? Yeah. <laughs> we're pseudoscientists. Massive pseudoscience. We're pseudoscientists. What we discuss on this channel... On this podcast, especially, it's not pure facts. We should have this disclaimer at the bottom of the podcast throughout the whole episode. So don't get triggered by it. <laughs> don't get triggered. Comment. Peace to some of the We're just having a bit of fun. The idea of subterranean realm seemed arguable. 
So subterranean, but as in below us, right? Yeah. And became intertwined in the concept of places or origin or of origin or afterlife, such as the Greek underworld, which is their take on hell. Uh, the Nordic, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that. Oh, the Christian hell. And the Jewish shrill. So, yeah, this is what. Um, oh, here, the idea of subterranean of a subterranean realm is also mentioned in the Tibetan Tibetan Buddhist belief. According to one Tibetan, no, it's not Tibetan, is it? How do you say it? Tibetan. Tibetan. Tibetan Buddhist tradition. There is an ancient city called Shambhala, which is located inside the earth. So if we go and look at what Shabala is. Yeah. Um, that's, that links him with Mount. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kailash. Because the saying around there is um, Shambhala. So we've cracked the case. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. How have we both come to, like, with two different theories and the link? So much. <laughs> We've been saying this, though. They're all spokes of a different wheel, of the same wheel. Well, these ancient civilizations so are, I guess, they all fall in, in line. There are also definitely some teachings. This is on a serious note. There definitely are some teachings or some, some truths to these ancient texts that we aren't being taught and aren't being deciphered properly. Yeah, I don't get understand why we can't like we're not frowned upon to do this stuff. Like this conversation we've just had is frowned upon. I would say it's even worse than frowned upon. People will hate us by having this discussion. Yeah, it's just what is just fucking. We're just shooting the shit, getting ideas and thinking outside yeah. the box. We're just connecting a few dots together and seeing what comes from it. Um, but I, I think yeah, what what we're coming to with Operation High Jump, the Mount, uh, what was it, Mount Kalash, Ka- Kalash, sort of links into the Hollow Earth theory. Um, all right, let's uh, step away from ancient civilizations. Well, this kind of falls into. Hinduism a little bit, I'd say, more than anything. All right, let's see how long it takes us to get back to ancient civilizations from it. All right, so in, I think it was 1982 or 1983, the CIA were running um, a project called the Gateway Project, and they were training their agents through meditation to be able to do things such as, like, um, what's it called? Give them psychic abilities. Like mind read, um, astral project, things like supernatural going into that the supernatural world, um, and then there's people who have downloaded these tapes. Like the CIA, they have these tapes that explain exactly how to do it. And there's people that have said they've done it, they've meditated, and it took them about six months to get to the level you need to get to when. You, You've got like full control of your mind. And this, I was listening to this guy talking about it and he said, is, this is one example I gave. 
So this um, one day his girlfriend was she cooks this meal and he said she only cooks it like a couple of times a year. And he just walked up to her and said, Are you thinking about cooking that meal? And then she just looked at him and was like, Yeah, how did you know that? And he said he he's just been practicing that through his mind reading abilities. What the fuck? What's it called? Operation what? Uh, the Gateway Project. The Gateway Project. He said before he did it, he was already like meditating, but more to get him in a relaxed state. But he said there's like different levels, like different levels to the meditation where it takes you. And I think it's level 15 or something where you, that's when you unlock this ability. The psychic ability? Yeah. What, how do we do, how do you do it? I don't know, download the tapes and follow the instructions. And it took him six months? Said it took him six months. He said some people, he knows of people have done it quicker. But they were already meditating a lot. Well trained you are on meditation, yeah. He said they're on the tapes, they've got, you put your headphones in. But you have to make sure it's left and right, or in the right ears. And they send like different frequencies through your ears. Right. So like your left will be a different frequency to your right. But then you have to meditate whilst following these instructions and listening to these frequencies. So that's at level fifteen, like what what are the are levels higher than that? Like he could just know what his missus was cooking for tea. Well, there's one guy he was talking about who said that he could Well when he fought or something, he could Make it happen. What, like, uh, on Stranger Things where they crack a... No, no, not like moving physical things, but more like a manifestation of things. He said, like, this guy was focusing on... It was a shit example. He said he's focusing on just getting girls. So he, met, he got to this level, and then all he thought about was, like, oh, I can just go pick up girls easy and he said girls were just automatically attracted to him and he said he just picked them up picking them up and then um one thing he said though is like you can manipulate you're like you're playing with the universe so and it has a funny way of talking back to you so he said his mate was on his motorbike and he got uh hit by a truck but he didn't die but he said that night he um met his now wife so it's like the universe was telling him to stop fucking around with this shit and get serious. Fucking hell. So that this this must like connect into why like Hinduism and Buddhism meditate so much and it can't be just because I've always thought it can't be just for like inner peace. Yeah. There's more to I think there's more to meditation. Which then got me thinking about what Mark was saying about um, that guy in Florida who could manipulate his objects around him and he built that massive like sandcastle thing under the sea. Remember what you were saying? Yeah. And then he got me thinking about the pyramids and people saying that was used. People were able to manipulate the stone and levitate it to build the pyramids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because if you've got a thousand like, beings all trying to do something, imagine the power that it could actually have. 
So is there some energy in our minds that we're not able to unlock or we've not, we're not in modern society, we're not utilizing? Kundalini. Kundalini. He's a magician, eh? Kundalini, that's a type of yoga. Oh, there's a thing there's a magician called Kundalini. Kundalini or something like that. Kundalini, alright, yeah, let's go. In Hinduism, Kundalini is a form of divine feminine energy believed to be located at the base of the spine in the Mulad, Muladhara. Uh, it is an important concept in Shavya Tantra where it is believed to force or to be a force or power associated with the divine feminism or the formless aspect of the goddess. So, do you reckon the Hindu, because there's like, I don't even know how many Hindu gods there are. There's 33 gods in Hinduism. Do you reckon these are all different planes of, is it, what is it, like astral projection, this stuff? Yeah, so with the astral projection stuff, I think that sends you into a different dimension. But it, someone was saying on the CIA gateway project, someone astral projected themselves to Mars. <laughs> yeah, when you were saying about that, I was just I was trying to think about the elites and I thought of Elon Musk. And then you just said that I started cemented it into my head a bit. That he's creating all this mad shit with one guy who's got all of these mad ideas. And I'm pretty sure it's like next to impossible to have this much knowledge on this many different things and still buy Twitter and tweet like a fucking Japside all day. So do you think he's using external forces? I think it's utilised, the elites utilise this. It must do, right? What was Alex Jones saying? He said something similar to this, but not meditation he was saying like bill gates like cuts off <laughs> i think he's saying like strangle like gets strangled for up until like just before he's about to die or something like that and then he goes into like a realm, different realm i can't remember what he's saying fully i know I've, I've you've talked about this before though where um you say they, they literally have the ability to bring people back to life, but they take them to a, part, a point of death where they can come back alive and it shoots them into another realm or whatever the realm yeah. pass on. So they do it in like a controlled way where they can come back. So it's a past this gateway. So this gateway project is, is passing that gateway. It says here, a gate is an injury. There are two types of gates, a physical and spiritual gates. Every physical gate has a corresponding spiritual gate. Before a spiritual gate can be con conquered, the corresponding spiritual gate must be breached or broken down or removed. Upon every gate, there are strong men. It is possible for a gate to be opened, but the strong men prevent anything from entering. So, if you're looking at the Antarctic. If you're looking at this shit that's in um, Tibetan, Tibet, that people can't climb that mountain because of an energy 
because I've been told like that mountain that people can't climb, they can meditate their way up there. I've heard that before. Yeah, so maybe the meditation makes them spiritually strong enough to climb it, their physical being. Yeah. It must allow you to bypass that energy field, which must just be a spiritual barrier. It says here, the enemy forces are breaking through the protective veil that God has placed to keep keep them from you. Most people are not even trying to resist and in fact inviting the enemy in to you. So it's a satanic. This guy, allegedly, is a satanic. The soul without the Holy Spirit is unable to discern truth. We have no protection from the enemy. The battle is for our minds and through our minds to gain control of our spirit. It does make sense that using this kind of ability, a lot of people would use it for their own selfish gain, which is considered evil. Yeah, to gain power, to pick up chicks. Yeah. So which guy friend got injured on the motorbike? Was it the guy who worked out what his wife was cooking? No, different guy. The guy that was using it for an evil, like for power, basically. Yeah, See, that makes sense then. Have you done much research into um, MKUltra? No, but that's the Charles Manson thing. Yeah, he was a participant of a... Experiment. The MKUltra experiment, yeah. I watched a video on it. Well, maybe in God's eyes, we're not supposed to leave this realm. Yeah, because they say this is like the waiting room. Yeah, before we die. Yeah. When we die, then they decide where, where we should go. Yeah. Gateway thing. So, I mean, that like question brewing then is definitely with this gateway stuff. Like, there's plants on earth, psychedelic drugs, which take us to different realms. Why are they on, on the planet earth? Is that something to do? Well, the psychedelic drugs that they know aren't bad for us, but yet they're illegal, so why are they stopping us from taking psychedelic drugs? Because it opens up our mind in another way. Do you think this is separate to this gateway spiritual um, side of it? I think it's the same, but you can get there without meditating. So if God's put us on this waiting room, why is there psychedelics growing in the back garden? Glitches in the code. <laughs> it could be forbid the forbidden fruit scenario. 
A declassified CIA paper from 1983 has begun circulating the internet lately. This pe paper covers an experiment by Bob Monroe from the Monroe Institute. In this, he explores the possibility of an area beyond our human perception called the absolute, a place where time and space do not exist. Instead, it is infinite. Doesn't that make you think of Stranger Things? Yeah. But I watched a video like the other day, and which I don't know what the video was actually about. But there was one key. Do you know, like sometimes when I'm on, watching YouTube, I just watch some random like theories or random people's random take on the world. Let's see if I can find it whilst I'm talking. And um, this guy was saying the way you look at. The, the way, knowing what you know, the way you should look at entertainment should be completely different because they want you to watch entertainment. Entertainment's like the second, oh, okay, yeah, this is what it was. I can't remember what the video was though. The, the biggest thing that we consume on this earth, do you know what it is? The number one biggest thing. What? <laughs> Oxygen. Uh... And, what, and then the second biggest thing is um, propaganda, entertainment propaganda. That's the second biggest thing we consume of, of, in the West, in the Western world. So you're saying with that knowledge, what? Oh, okay, yeah. I was watching a guy talk about the uh, <laughs> explaining the cult of um, Monarch and Baal. Don't ask why. I was just watching it. <laughs> And then, yeah, he was basically saying, like, with the way the entertainment industry is, should you not second guess what it is? Because someone else is in control of that, and that's what you are consuming. Food and water, again, other people are um, in charge of what you are consuming, like, for, for the most part, because your water comes from a, whatever. From the tops. Yeah. Uh, your food comes from the shops. So you're saying, so if you want to, people spend all day looking at what they're consuming in terms of food, but no one ever second guesses what they're consuming in terms of media so when you actually start dissecting everything that you've ever watched and if you can dissect it down to a t there's a there's a reason why you're watching that and then when you just said then about stranger things i was thinking about oh, all these netflix series that blow up viral there's like subconscious messaging portrayed in it all which no one's even like conscious of because they think yeah. it's just there to um, entertain. Entertain. And then you just leave it at that. So it makes you think, right? Everything that you've ever watched. Why or what why is this being made? Obviously you'll get a, the things falling through the cracks that are just someone's enjoys the artwork. But then you start thinking about big corporations like Disney, Netflix, when you're watching Netflix originals. Mm. Everything that I watch now, I always think like, what are they trying to hide in the message here? Yeah, what do they want from me? And it is, um, it's a form of occultism, isn't it? It's a form of witchcraft in the way it's done.
Mm. Subconscious, again, in your subconscious mind. Yeah. And I think this is what like Gateway Project does. It helps you engage your subconscious mind. Open it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Are you going to try it? I'm going to look into it first. I think anything like that needs some thorough research before. He said that he doesn't practice it anymore because it felt like he found it hard to connect with people. Yeah, because you, you're not on this, like, you know when people say, oh, he's on another planet, him. you're literally yeah. on another planet <laughs> trying to talk to people. Everyone's going to think you're batshit crazy. So you stopped. One thing though about these stuff, and when you look at like MK Ultra and stuff, like these things don't get, <laughs> they just don't get enough attention. Like how fucked up is it that what they've done? Yeah, and it's like released documents as well. It's all out there, but yeah. we just, no one gives it the time of day. Everyone's too concerned about fucking Kim Kardashian's fucking bum lift. Yeah, or what gender they are or some shit. And then all of this stuff, like, well, it's, I think it's similar to what uh, Mike was saying on the podcast. Like, you've got literally access to everything that you want, that you could possibly want on your phone, but yet no one knows anything. Yeah. Um, maybe we should just do a piece on MK Ultra. Shout it out. Yeah, I want to do some research on it. I've only heard it uh, when Rogan talks about it. All oh, right. It'll probably I'm a good sure. doc, doctor watch. He's giving you one. No, there probably is one. Oh, yeah, 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 there will be. Well, there's um, what's his name on YouTube? Uh, the Y Files. He does. Um, he basically goes over a conspiracy. Have you watched any of the Y Files? Um, I, think I might have sent you a few of them. Is it? Is the guy in there got bolded? No, he's got a fish next to him. Oh, I think there's something else then. Well, he goes over uh, conspiracy theories and then debunks them the best he can. But there's certain ones where he's like, I can't debunk it, that bullshit fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> like, he tries his best to give it balance, but some of them he's just like, some of them are just like, literally, he goes over conspiracy and then he'll. Debunk it fully after. Mount Kylie Kailash. I think he might have one. Mount. How do you spell it again? K A I L A S H. No, he's not. He's got one of Mount Sashta. Sashta. S H A S T A. That's in U uh, US. It's got one there. Alien bases on the moon. A secret room inside Mount Rushmore. I like him though because he's not 
Wait, uh, Mount Sasha has that super volcano in America. Oh, is it? I think. I wonder why it's not the one on the... On my Mount Kailash. I know, Yellowstone is the super volcano. He, he's done quite a few on mountains. I've seen him do a few on mountains. Um, ones like giants and stuff. And did, did you hear the theory about um, dinosaur bone? Oh, this is actually stupid. Actually, now I'm saying it out loud, but I heard it the other day. Dinosaur bones aren't actually real, and dinosaurs never exist, and they're actually. What they've done is they've reconstructed the bones of giants from lost civilizations because giants were like ran lost civilizations, but we're not meant to know that. So they reconstructed all the bones that people have found into dinosaur bones. How'd they get the skull though? I don't know that anything about it apart from that. No, I T Rex has got proper short arms. <laughs> A person. <laughs> You've got normal human arms on it. Should we uh, wrap this episode up or have you got anything else to talk about? Yeah, wrap it up. Alright guys, oh yeah. Merch, my family thinks I'm crazy. It's not our merch, this is merch from uh, my family thinks I'm crazy podcast. We interviewed Mark. Uh, what's your surname? Mark Steves. Earlier this month. Check that episode out. I'll leave it in the uh, card that comes up at the end. Alright, see you later guys. Listen.